0: loved her one-liners what was it right wipe my dew from my lily
1: Alrighty, This was a jam-packed episode of Pretty Little Liars. We Are Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are discussing season two, episode 11, titled I Must Confess, aired August 23rd, 2011, written by Oliver Goldstick and directed by Norman Buckley. The Liars finally reveal the torment that A has put them through to the one person they can trust outside their group, dr sullivan but could she be next on a's target list question mark i'm nervous girl you better be nervous oh
0: i'm super Just nervous kidding. for her <laughs>
1: until next week also
0: i must confess right that my, my loneliness, loneliness. That's, I, as soon as you said that i was like oh Brittany. i
1: couldn't remember Brittany. what this episode title was for well, every time i did my notes or whatever and i was like what is this title again i could yeah. not remember yeah. These titles will never just stick in my brain. I don't understand it.
0: They're a little tough.
1: They are. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's tough is Emily. This has been a yeah. trying week, day, month, year, whatever mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. She cannot sleep. Mm-hmm. A is tormenting her still texting her at three o'clock in the morning a picture of Aria and Ezra kissing and tells Emily that she needs to tell Ella so Emily's like, I I got to go. She leaves her phone home and she runs.
0: Nothing came of this. No. A never followed through the threat.
1: Well, I think A was a little preoccupied after figuring out that the girls want to tell Dr. Sullivan that A has been tormenting them. Huh. So maybe it still can could come out, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a secret that... <laughs> is a big one that A would love for it to be revealed. So Emily, as I said, at three o'clock in the morning, well, actually it, the text was at three, but then it says five 15. She's out running. Hannah wakes up and Emily is not there. Emily's phone is there. So she doesn't understand where she would go without her phone. And so the other girls search the room and they realize that Emily is gone and they get worried. So they go to Dr. Sullivan. And then of course we have Emily on her run and she runs right into Dr. Sullivan's office. She's like, I'm ready to talk. And Dr. Sullivan's like, great. We're all here to talk. <laughs> it's just a little.
0: It was a little strange. Too
1: picture perfect. Yeah. Okay. So they're in Dr. Sullivan's office and they decide they're going to tell her about A because they can't take it anymore. Obviously, Emily is just so upset. And Dr. Sullivan's like, I don't understand. You've never told anyone about this this bully before. And the girls are like, No. Nah. <laughs> We didn't know who it. Is. Obviously, right. they don't know who it is. They thought maybe in the beginning it was Allie. Then they realized after she was pronounced dead, it could not possibly be her. And so they have had clues. They've never been right. And now they're just like, we can't take it anymore. Kate asked, were you surprised that the girls finally decided to tell someone about A?
0: No. I think it makes sense to tell the therapist. I've kind of just been waiting for them to say something. Yeah. So I wasn't too surprised with this, actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought, actually, I was like, maybe they already kind of told Dr. Sullivan. Some when stuff. They were in, we didn't see all their sessions. Right, in their
1: personal sessions, mm-hmm. but I guess they haven't. So after their session, they wonder if they should have told Dr. Sullivan also about the Jenna thing.
0: Yeah, we're back to this. We're
1: back to the Jenna thing. We're back on Jenna's case. Yeah. And speaking of Jenna, Toby witnesses Jenna and Garrett... Garrett leaving Jason's house and Jenna waiting in the car. She's putting cherry pits on the dashboard. It's very strange. And they kiss and make nice nice to each other. And Toby's like, oh, and I'm like, didn't Toby know this? Right. Like, why? Why do we have this scene? I guess to show a scene later of Jenna crying on the phone and they're thinking maybe it's her and Garrett got into some sort of fight.
0: She was crying she was just
1: like, this is not what we agreed on. And the girls are like watching. Oh yeah.
0: And also maybe just for Toby to gain more to the whole, oh, Garrett and Jason are working together. Something's not right here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Back over
1: to Dr. Sullivan. She was asked by the principal to make a presentation about bullying. And she directs this at mostly cyberbullying. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which is very, uh with the times, obviously now it's even more so ridiculous. But the girls feel kind of pointed out and uneasy and definitely vulnerable when she's talking about bullies and how you can do it and nobody knows who you are. And that's the most vicious kind of bully. And it's interesting that they show like
0: different kids in the audience. Did you pick up on that? Absolutely. I yeah. thought we were going to see them throughout the episode. We see Lucas, who we haven't seen in a really long
1: time what was the point i wonder if they had a deleted scene or something because why bring in like brandt Mm -hmm. and the character of lucas yeah
0: just for for that hot second i can understand like right
1: mona is more of a prominent character but like noel and lucas weird yeah it was weird and i was like huh i wonder if that was on purpose yeah you know yeah um, so after the assembly, Jenna is passing by the girls and she makes some snide comment about how Allison would just benefit so much from this presentation. And Emily is like, basically, you can't sit with us. She like pops off and she's like, Jenna, you're the bully. Can, Can you, you move your stick?
2: Your stick? <laughs>
0: the wow. sass.
1: The sass. Emily is like,
0: popping. She's popping. This is it. She's not the weakest link.
1: And like, we know that Jenna has beef with the girls because yeah. of the... A big reason. Yeah. The, I'm just like, why are we going back to the Jenna of it all, though? Like, I we should. I guess in my brain, it's like, <laughs> you want to find out who A is, right? And so it's like, well, Jason's guilty and Jenna's guilty of this and this person and Garrett. And you're like, where are we? Like, th- is everything tied? Is everything together or is everything not together? It's like every episode we get like four different, like, we're supposed to be suspicious of this person. And it's like, it feels unnecessary.
0: Well, well, and a waste of time. Well, now it's like Jenna's associated with Garrett, who's associated with Jason, right? Right. So that that triangle is interesting. It how, is. How are the three of them working together now? This whole what is it? NAT. The club? NAT club. We still don't really know much about that. No, we don't. But I hope they it comes yeah. To fruition. <laughs>
1: hmm. Soon, <laughs> soon hopefully. Um. Yeah. So then. Emily and Ashley end up hanging out later on because you know, it's the rehearsal dinner for Tom and Ashley's obviously having a weird time with it, especially because her ex mother-in-law is in town and Emily has nothing to do for the night. And they kind of discuss relationships and like past love and why things didn't work out and about how things ended with Samara. And so Emily picks up her phone and it looks like she's about to call someone. So you, the audience thinks that it's Samara. No, the
0: audience thought it was Paige.
1: Well, did you really think it was Paige? Yes. Uh, oh, you're waiting for Paige this whole time. I
0: predicted last I know. You, kept-
1: I know you did, right? No, maybe if your feelings were t- changed.
0: No, no. I thought we were calling Paige.
1: Because Ashley says about like almost like no closure and how she wished she had closure, and now she does, so it's good for her. And kind of how wishes Emily would do- get the same. Yeah. So immediately in my head, I'm like, well, to me, that's Maya. You, but really I could understand. No, I did. I mean, Maya. I knew Maya was coming, obviously, but I, I understood where the writers were going with that to show next that Maya was coming back. But it could also very well be for Paige because it's a very similar scenario. And she's More
0: recent, and she is more recent to me. You know, went to that weird camp that her parents sent her to. She did, yeah. And that's it. True North. True North. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, Maya's gone.
1: Cat asks, "What does Michelle think of the decision to bring back Maya instead of Paige? Any predictions on the Maya Emily storyline and if Paige does return?
0: Well, I know Paige returns because you told me Paige yes, she returns. Yeah, she does. But I don't think Paige is returning anytime soon. Is Samara gone? She's on the island.
1: Are you happy about that? I'm happy about it.
0: I guess It was
1: too abrupt for you. You didn't weren't there was expecting no it.
0: Breaking closure.
1: Well, she was like, Emily, you're a liar. Bye.
0: <laughs> I guess so. So her Quinn, like a whole group is gone. gone.
1: Quinn's on the island.
0: And Maya's here for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I I don't know how to feel about it. I guess Maya's back. Maya is 45 minutes away yes close ish as she said
1: close-ish
0: close ish yeah okay so I guess they'll start hanging out a little bit more
1: yeah they're they're excited to catch up and some uh some more well, Maya was happy to hear that Pam has kind of let up a little bit yeah. about Emily and yeah. who she is and she looks forward to seeing that you know, Uh, follow through and it looks like they're gonna you know see each other again we
0: like maya we
1: do yeah i'm
0: happy emily's like a little skiddy school girl when she's near maya yeah it's really cute to watch those two together yeah and maya's just like so
1: like grounded in herself she's just like she knows herself at such a young age she's like no i am who i am
0: truly confident however i guess we're no longer allergic to seafood seafood, Mm -hmm. as you pointed out yes not because she ordered the calamari a lot,
1: yeah a lot of people wrote in about that and then on the wiki page they wrote like a blooper kind of like huh isn't maya supposed to be alerted to shellfish unless she was just telling pam like i don't want your
0: food is calamari shellfish, shellfish. <laughs> do we want to look it up shellfish seafood without a backbone include crustaceans such as prawn shrimp lobster crab crayfish and yabies. Y A y-a-b-b-i-e-s don't know that Oysters, mussels, clams, octopus, squid, calamari, sea slugs, eels. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't, I that's really it. didn't know. Sorry, you don't eat it. Shellfish. Seafood without a backbone. I guess that's, I
1: guess it's just not necessarily just without a shell, with a shell.
0: Lobsters don't have backbones?
1: Guess not. <laughs> All right. So during this time when everything is happening, Dr. Sullivan gets a phone call from an unknown number and it's a private session between her and the girls and something she said playing over and over again. She hangs up. The It's playing over and over again on a loop. She's so freaked out. And so she calls the police. One of these officers, of course, being fucking Garrett. And they assume that this person might be the one that broke into her office a few weeks back and they want to go through her case files to see if they can come up with something. And she's like, no, I can't give that to you. It's patient confidentiality against HIPAA. And how about go do a search? And they, it's like they clearly didn't look anywhere in
0: the office. Yeah. Garrett was just like, well, tell us the names. And I feel like Garrett knows. He, he
1: knows who it was. He knows who it
0: was. Can we just talk about what was on repeat? I'm the first person you've told, told about, about this. I don't really even understand that sentence. And I'm the first person you've told about this. And I'm the first Well, I
1: mean that's that's obviously we know she said that to the girls. And now that's the part that they focus on is that she's the first and only person mm-hmm. that knows. So it was
0: her voice.
1: Oh yeah, it was it was the session we see with her and the girls. Right.
0: I don't know why when I heard that it didn't sound like her. Mm-hmm. It sounded more like right. robotic. Yeah. That's what threw me. Sorry. AI. AI. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So it was her voice on a loop from the session
1: earlier. Yeah. And she's freaked out and the cops don't find anything. They keep telling her like, oh, the sound system must be in the hall or in the, you know, whatever. And they're bullshitting her thinking she's crazy. And so she goes through her office and she's going through her files and she's like, like a little detective, and she's looking through the girls' files, and then she's also looking at other patients of hers just in case something comes through. And there's this one part about saying nosy bitches in someone's file, and then nosy bitches was actually what was spray-painted in her office. So now she's like, wait a minute. I know who this person must be because these two things match up.
0: Yeah, so the nosy bitches that she saw in her notes – was not from one of the girls no
1: it was from some other file someone had been in a one session of her other clients right one of her other clients had mentioned something about nosy bitches and now it's just coming to her just coming to light for her that that was actually what was spray painted mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. office wall so she's like wait a minute this seems to track i think i know who a is like i have i know who a is right and so while Emily is at dinner with Maya, Dr. Sullivan calls her and she's like, please get everyone rounded up. You need to meet me in the office because I know who A is. And of course, Emily's like, yeah, sure. We don't say who A is on the phone. We make it things a lot easier, but wow. she doesn't say who it is. And so when the girls all get to the office, Dr. Sullivan's not there. And then they get a text from A stating that the doctor is out.
0: This like, <laughs> hurts my heart. I'm like, did you slash her tires? Did you literally murder her? I don't think we murdered her. That would be really intense. The show does some intense things sometimes. Really messed up.
1: Yeah. Well, the last scene is this black gloved person yeah. removing this little microphone from a Freud, I think, bobblehead. Yeah. yeah. So obviously the cops didn't look very hard for.
0: Yeah, and also taking the files, the notes, and
1: they took. Yeah, either
0: theirs or
1: the girls and or all of them and peaced out
0: like if they did something to interfere with dr sullivan like slash the tires she couldn't make it to the to the girls even Mm -hmm. though i thought she made that call from the office in the office Mm -hmm. whatever maybe gets a weird call and then when she goes back to her notes to cross reverence and be like oh my god they took my file she would still remember the name right but a
1: doesn't is not going to allow Dr. Sullivan right. to tell the girls. Did she murder
0: her? You're not going to confront. She's not on the island. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she got threatened and she's like, I'm sorry, girls. I had to peace out. I can't deal with this. Can't. Do- <laughs> My life is threatened. I mean, I, mean, I A, wouldn't.
1: Right. I like already has threatened her. And made her life multiple miserable for multiple. multiple times. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we do see outside of her window is a black hooded figure. Yeah. So we like, yeah. clearly know, nosy. She's bitches, up to no like, good.
0: that. That sorry, I know you want to move on, but like, no. it just it makes me think it's a petty girl. No boy is sitting in there and be like Those bitches. nosy bitches. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I don't. I don't know. I just don't see them using that term, but. Okay, move on. I will move on, but
1: I, we, I'm we i sure you can predict much yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right, so over to Spencer,
1: who um, it seems after Garrett and Jenna had left Jason's, they like I said, they got into a little bit of a fight, and Spencer is worried about her and Toby's relationship, because when Jenna's on the warpath, anything can happen, and Toby's like, look, we're good. We're so good. And it's so cute. My heart was a little swoony. I love oh. Toby. We love and Toby. He was like, no, we're
0: good. We're I good. Like, yes, Toby. Yeah, he's I so feel confident.
1: this. I love it. We good. Boo. Yeah, yeah. And so we have this big scene where Toby and Spencer are like making out in the truck in front of her house, which is actually also in front of the De Laurentiis house. I don't know why we had to do this. Mm-hmm. It's very
0: out it's weird. in the open.
1: Um, and Toby thinks he sees someone up in Jason's house and then Spencer sees that there's two shadows and she's freaking out. She's like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit and I'm going to march up there. I'm going to see who's spying on us. And then out walks her father and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what is happening here? Why were you inside questioning? And he's like, forget it. And Toby's like, no, you need to tell her the truth. Like enough is enough. And He's like, you want a job? I can get you kicked out of this job real quick. And Toby's not backing down. And it's, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's so sexy. It's so perfect. Hot. We yeah. love it. it we so, love so, so good. Yeah. And Peter gets really, really angry. Yeah. He ends up following the truck and punching the truck uh, door while mm-hmm. Spencer gets in there. It's just, it's not a good look for him. And so Spencer is obviously not going to let this go. She gets home later on and he's actually willing to talk to her finally. And so he tells her, "Look, I have a secret. Yeah, I changed the grandmother of the De Laurentis's will to say that her, you know, her assets will go to both grandchildren. However, that's not the original plan. A week before Allison went missing, it was only written that Allison would get the stuff in the well. And Jason was written out of the well. And then Allison went missing. And the parents were like, we need to get Jason back on this well so that it, he doesn't look suspicious. And yeah. Spencer was like, wah, 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 Jason. <laughs> Jason, Jason, Jason did it. We and need so to go to the so, police right she, now. And she has a flashback of when Grandma Regina randomly is in town again on his grandmother. Let's use the actress. You know? Right. Let's just use her. Yeah. And so Allison had asked her about her children and what would it take for her to write her children out of her will. Would something like a person selling a family heirloom for drug money do it? And they don't really go into it, but Spencer remembers that, which I'm like, okay, so Jason was going to sell a family heirloom, whatever this may be, to get money for his drugs and his addiction. And Allie didn't like that. Right. So I guess that the cat had asked us what do we think the reason Allie had the grandmother change the will was? Like it can't but can it only be that they were trying to sell this family heirloom?
0: No, I think maybe that adds to it. Like I think just Jason a was just of things. doing bad stuff. Like we can't trust him. I have to say it, Jason yeah. needs to stop talking and doing things by his window. Like <laughs> i'm assuming the house is probably pretty deep right you, you can could probably go in another room and even have a conversation in the backyard why are we always by the window to create a silhouette mm-hmm. right and why was peter on the top floor by the window wouldn't you have that kind of conversation in your kitchen right whatever they
1: were talking about well whose room was that i think
0: yeah i think it's Allie's old
1: bedroom yeah it's weird yeah it's weird it is weird <laughs> I, was, I was joking with michelle i was like michelle they're lovers and she was like what and i was like wouldn't
0: that be amazing though yeah i mean i would love if uh, jason and peter were lovers <laughs> it would be so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. So over to
1: Aria's storyline, we have Ella and Byron again, unfortunately, having to deal with Mike and his so-called, we'll say, depression because it's not 100% his diagnosis, but it seems like that's where they're leaning is that he has teen depression. Teen depression. Teen depression, which yeah. is like, um, I did <laughs> I did reach out to our family therapist, Samantha Rubenstein, and... <laughs> um, And she did give me some insight because Kate had asked, what is our thoughts on medication versus not, Mm. you know, talk therapy. Um, Obviously Ella doesn't want Mike to be on any medication. She feels like at least that's not the first step. She wants him to just keep, continue to talk. And Byron's like, hey, look, listen to like my family history. Maybe this medication is the first step that's right for Mike. So I was like the, obviously I'm not a clinician and right. so I didn't want to say anything that was going to be used against me somehow. Well
0: sure. I mean we're not experts. This is out of our scope. Like and I no. know it's on it's, a TV it's show. It's right. But And I, I know Kate's
1: not asking this to like, oh, you know, no. singly
0: point us out about it. I mean it. it's a good question. It's a great question. I, I don't I think every case is different. What what did Samuel yeah, uh so L. Rubenstein say?
2: I always say medication, right, will, it? they're like swimmers. They keep you afloat, but they don't teach you how to swim. So if he's on medication and he's feeling better, but he's not doing anything different in his life to enhance his life, to improve outcomes, to build his self-esteem and awareness as to why he's doing what he's doing, medication's only going to get him so far. So the long and the short of it is, depends on if it's biological or environmental. Medication helps, but it helps to an extent. But same thing goes for therapy. Sometimes people are doing all the things. They're getting into a routine. They're journaling. They're challenging and identifying their negative automatic thoughts. We're replacing them with healthier thoughts. We're doing self-positive talk. We're journaling. We're doing mindfulness-based stuff. And it absolutely makes a difference. But sometimes people need medication, too, to move that needle that much more forward back toward their baseline. So in its purest form, it's people feel like I want to feel better before I do different. And it's you have to do different to feel better.
1: Mm. Right. So and, and and to sum it up, she basically said it depends on the person, obviously, but generally if you were to do medication, you still need that talk therapy because potentially people could have anger or behavioral behavioral issues which is very clear with mike he's definitely having some sort of behavioral anger or frustration and so the medication can subdue some of those feelings but the therapy is to get to like the root of having the, those other symptoms
0: yeah it makes sense so
1: I mean, I think I would still initially feel like my child should have talk therapy, even right. though he's going to probably not want to do such a
0: thing. And that therapist might be like, hey, I think it'd be great if you looked into a psychiatrist and go the medical route, you know, med- medication route. Right. So Environ obviously
1: wants them to, to counsel with a psycho- psychologist. So that he can get the medication. But Ella obviously doesn't really want that to happen just yet. So they're not really on the same page. And so Mike has an episode where it's very strange. And I'm trying to think if we go back to this. But he looks like he's got like an internet buddy. Yeah. And Ari is like, what are you doing in here? Mom wants help with dinner. And he's like, get out. You weren't invited. Like, I'm busy. I'm busy. And Ella comes in. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm busy. Like, everyone get out of here. I'm like, I'm doing something. And so Ella takes the computer and when he gets it back, he like angrily tries to sh- rip it out of her hands and it shoves her across the room and she ends up like, spraining her wrist and she doesn't tell Byron what the reason is. And she tells Aria, do not tell him, which I was like, this is bad. <laughs> <Really> bad. <laughs>
0: That's bad.
1: Obviously, really bad. your child is going through something and he's having behavioral issues and you're mm-hmm. not going to tell the father. Mm-hmm.
0: And you're telling your other kid, oh, you got to keep this a secret. Yeah, that's not good. That's really bad. That's really bad. <laughs> that's like,
1: you shouldn't... No. I wasn't about that. No. Um, so then later on, Arya sees Mike and he's really upset in his room. And he's crying and he's like, I hope mom's okay. Like, I do feel really bad. And she's like, it's going to be fine. And he's like, am I going to be fine though? Like, Aww. he just doesn't... He can't grasp what's happening to him and he doesn't know how to help himself. So hopefully he does eventually get the help he needs and so she like comforts him and he cries in her arms and it's very sweet and sad and so then aria d- goes downstairs and she tells her parents like look we have some secrets here and vic was like did you think she was gonna say that her and ezra <laughs> were together because she did <laughs> i was like i don't know i could see where you're going with that because yeah. she's like i have to i have to get secrets out mm-hmm Mm-hmm. so she ends up telling her parents that this was not an isolated incident mike has broken into many houses in the past and what are they going to do about it and then mike comes down and we don't see what happens but we're hopeful that he's gonna talk to at least his family and try and sort some things out yeah it looked like it was gonna go to a good place yeah um brit asks do you think all this turmoil will make Arya hold off on telling her parents about ezra yes <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Especially since Ella was not too keen on the idea of Spencer and Ezra getting together. I actually thought that that image was going to come through. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of be this uh, exchange of, hey, and maybe it could still happen. Like, mom, I'll keep your secret from dad if you accept my relationship.
1: I mean, that's a good thought. Do you think that she would tell both parents together or maybe she would confine in... Ella first about her and Ezra. Affair.
0: You mean her and Ezra? Yeah, yeah. I think well, I think Ella would get the text, mm. and it would be a secret between her and Ella. Yeah. I think Byron was also gonna go back to his little thing on the side, a little Meredith. Yeah, <laughs> Meredith. I think it's. Yeah, I don't think yeah. these two are endgame. <laughs> no, or second endgame, or whatever. Whatever, the, whatever it is. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. All right, so lastly, we have to talk about Hannah and Tom's rehearsal dinner, which is a nightmare, and so Hannah's trying to get on Kate's good side. She asked Spencer to bring her some horse books, which was very random, but she said it was better than a calendar, and Spencer's like, well, it'd be better if you bought them from new, like, these are my old used books. So weird, but okay, okay. Um, As we said, Hannah's grandma, Tom's mom, Regina, is in town because of the rehearsal dinner, and that evening, she wants Ashley, she's, she's speaking to Ashley and Hannah and wants them to kind of like get Tom to reconsider this wedding and wants Ashley to take Tom back and she wants Hannah to like stir up some shit because she doesn't
0: want Tom marrying Isabel. She doesn't like her. It's really weird that Regina flew in from Cincinnati, but she's from Oklahoma. Yeah. But she flies, she goes to their place instead of her son's. Yes first. very strange because I guess she's just closer with them I
1: guess and maybe she just really truly does not like Isabel I mean it seems that way it seems that way it seems like it's a short amount of time like they really uh, maybe or maybe not because I feel like he cheated with Isabel on Ashley right and that must have been a few years ago at this point I also so, feel like she doesn't
0: even really like her son
1: no it doesn't seem like she likes him no.
0: She loves Ashley and she loves her. Seems the other brother
1: is the favorite. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I forget what his name was. Steve or something. Um, So Tom at the last minute of course tells Hannah that him and Kate have to write a speech which I'm like fuck you dad. Yeah
0: that's awful. That's so
1: mean to do to a high schooler. And so Hannah has to come up with this with Kate at the rehearsal dinner and so she apologizes to Kate. She gives her the books. Kate seems like she accepts the apology. She apologizes to hannah but i did tease last week that she makes Mm -hmm. shit happen for hannah so Mm -hmm. she pulls out of her pocketbook a water bottle and in it is vodka and she's like hey let's get like lit
0: liquid (laughs) liquid
1: courage right before our speech we'll be fine just a little bit and uh well she gives hannah a lot she gives her a lot and Mm -hmm. to herself she only gives water i don't know how she accomplished this but she did Mm -hmm. and hannah is really getting drunk and then Kate's like, I have dress duty. You want to come see it? Where I don't know where the hell this rehearsal dinner is, but why would you randomly have the dress in the middle of the party? It's so weird. And they bring it into the bathroom, which is like a huge bathroom. And in it, Kate opens the dress and she holds the dress up and she's like, Hannah, you should try it on. You're, you look amazing with your skin tone. And Hannah's like, it would look amazing. And then Kate leaves, and Hannah's like really starting to feel nauseous. And she's playing with the dress, and she ends up vomiting all over Isabel's but like, wedding dress.
0: How did Kate know she would vom? I guess, like, how did she, she would know- just get
1: her drunk enough at least not to be able to make the speech or embarrass them? Like, right. she probably didn't even know. She was like, "Oh, let me just keep thinking of things Hannah could right. fuck up.
0: Let me leave her with the dress. Let mm-hmm. me like, I mean, everything's coming up. Kate, it seems everything. In this yeah, scenario. so Kate was
1: able to be sober enough to. have this speech and Tom comes in the bathroom and he's like Kate said you were sick obviously you're not you're just really drunk and you've ruined Isabel's dress and then Regina Hannah's grandmother comes in she's like let me take care of this so she doesn't like Hannah's trying to tell Tom look Isabel and I both Isabel Kate and I both got really drunk and he's like no Kate's not drunk you're the one who's drunk and you're making a spectacle and I'm really pissed and Regina like gets on to Kate. She's like, "Um, I'm sorry. There's only water in your water bottle, mm-hmm. and I see what you did here."
0: Regina's queen bee.
1: And Hannah's like, "I got your number. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Regina is queen bee.
0: I love Regina. I hope she's not on the island. Oh, I do No, okay. she's not. She's not. She's not. Okay. 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 I just had a thought. Okay. Um, listeners want
1: to know: Will Hannah tell her parents the truth about what Kate did to her? No. Never. Ever.
0: I mean, once she's just going to get her own revenge, like, I don't think.
1: mm -mm -mm. What do you think her revenge could be?
0: I think it's going to be a lot of like tip for tap, back and forth, messing with her. I don't I don't think she's going to tell because Regina knows. And Tom. No, I don't think she's going to involve them. It feels, and I kept saying this. It feels very Gossip Girl. It does. And it feels very disconnected from the A of it all. It does. Yes, because this
1: is her own personal right.
0: And like you said, Kate really. This storyline does get old for you. You Mm -hmm. after a while, you're like not Mm -hmm. into it. Yeah. So, I remember that. I mean, maybe she'll tell Ashley, like, yeah, I'm like not a fan, and she's really annoying. But she's not gonna tell. Mm -mm.
1: Well, we'll take a short break, and then we'll be back to answer some more
0: questions
1: <laughs> <laughs> and do the ice cream Yeah. <laughs> okay some lucky leon's ladle ben and jerry's cookies and cream cheesecake core is the episode ice cream wow mm-hmm. thank a you lot michael going on there it's a lot going on okay. chocolate and cheesecake ice creams so with chocolate cookies and a cheesecake core like the cookie pieces scattered throughout the ice cream, the lives of the liars are being broken up into pieces. First we have Mike's new mood causing him to lash out at Ella and hurting her, giving Arya another secret to keep to hold over her family, to hold her family together, but as we see throughout the episode it slowly chips away at her until she refuses to hurt the family again by keeping another secret. Emily's love life with Oliver is still not <laughs> put back together but are we that upset over it no because a piece of Emily's past came back into her life we are here for it speaking of pieces of the past coming back Spencer has a flashback of a question Allie asked about what a grandchild would have to do to get disinherited giving Spencer another piece to who killed Allie puzzle that she is so keen on solving and blaming Jason for. While it looks like the Jason might be to blame for Allie's murder, the murdering of Kate's wedding dress, however, is not Hannah's fault. The stunt Kate pulled had caused a crack to reappear in the already fragile and newly repaired relationship with Hannah and her dad. Will Hannah and Tom be able to move past this and put the pieces of their relationship back together? Only time will tell. One piece of the liar's lives they'd love to see break away forever is the A part, and they were so close as Dr. Sullivan put the pieces together and, and figured out who A is. However, A got involved and made sure that piece of information would never get out. Lastly, the liquid cheesecake core of this ice cream is also represented in Hannah by her choice of liquid diet in this episode.
0: Mike, he just recapped the whole episode. We should have just read that and said, night.
1: You want to kill me. You seriously want to kill me. I think he wants to make it longer and
0: longer each time so that I pass out. That was like an essay. <laughs> I mean, it's beautifully written. <coughs> but like, wow. He should just write our recaps. You what should, are we doing? What, Why are what, we here? What
1: are we doing? Should I use that in, for the summaries instead of the IMDb?
0: Whew. Wow. Oh
1: my god I had a breath.
0: <sighs> wow. Sounds delicious. I though. didn't
1: write down MVP or shittiest, but I can come up with one.
0: Yeah, I have an MVP. Ready? Yeah. Three,
1: Three two, two, one, Regina. Regina.
0: I love Regina. Regina George a Massive <laughs> yeah. do Or whatever it is. Big deal, massive deal. No, massive deal. <laughs> massive deal. Uh yeah, Regina was great. I loved her one liners. What was it? Right wipe my dew from my lily? <laughs> She also says a cow's happy, but they also made sloppy
1: jokes or something ridiculous. And I was like, oh my God. She's great. She is
0: like Hannah Southern Yeah. and loose. Yeah. <laughs> that accent, I really thought she was from the South, but mm-hmm. she's from the Midwest, it turns she, out. Yeah. I don't know why they did that, but okay. Yeah. She's great. We loved her. Yeah.
1: Shittiest. I mean, I guess it could be a toss up. It's Kate.
0: It's Kate but spencer kind of annoyed me
1: spencer was so annoying and then there's garrett who's like the always oh, turd. nasty turd and turd. then there's jenna not really i like there's give- peter peter was douchey yeah. but he did finally finally kindly finally reveal a secret no. and michelle was like i'm on the edge of my breath. seat." and i'm like and He's then like, I was like, No more secrets tonight, that's Michelle. That's
0: all I can tell for the evening. I was like, damn you Pierre. Yeah, Spencer's
1: like, what else? What does Allie's family have on you? He's like, That's enough for tonight. I can't say anymore. Yeah. Frustration. I would give this like a two yeah, it wasn't cringe. Really I no. when I watch this by myself, I like almost just spit take when Emily's like, Can you move your stick? I was like, No.
0: That was terrible. Oh, but other than that, I thought the episode was extremely enjoyable. I agree. Yeah, it was not cr- It wasn't a 2 is good. Yeah, a 2 is good. A 2 is good. 2 for the stick. <laughs>
1: Just that one, we'll see. Yeah.
2: All
1: right, I'm going to give you the title for episode 12. We are live next week. So if you are a patron of the Upper East Siders tier, please join us. We'll be live 8 p.m. EST over on Patreon with the link. And it's a fun time. This is like definitely an episode you'd like to watch live with us. This we is, do Discord at 7, wow, live at 8. I'm so fun. I'm so fun. I'm so fun.
0: <laughs> I am fun. You are. But I love when a good episode is when we're doing it live. Yeah, same. It's like I was like, oh, this really worked out yeah, great. well for us. That's great. That's great.
1: So the title is Over My Dead Body. I've got a secret. And my secret, I had so many things I could give you, but basically to sum it all up, all of our liars give in to A some way, somehow, with their individual storylines, because they have to save Dr. Sullivan.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so that's she, like the
1: whole story, at least. I there's so many like little things I'm like, I can't give you those yet.
0: So she's in trouble.
1: She in trouble. Oh my
0: god, she's probably locked in a bunker. She's locked in a bunker. She's being tortured, and the only way to rescue her is they're going to have to do their individual A tasks. That's going to include Ella knowing. Yeah, what's it? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's going to include Ella knowing. Mm -hmm. I don't really know with Hannah, unless we're going to tie Kate into this A stuff. I don't. And also, wouldn't the wedding be next week?
1: The wedding is next week. It is Mm next week.
0: Okay. (laughs) It is next week. It's next week. It's next week. (laughs) you literally can see the decline y'all I know. you literally can see. after it. we
1: take a break it's like bleh, bleh. yeah it's like 9 30
0: yeah it's late. uh yeah so maybe she'll have to do something embarrassing at the wedding to prove to a mm. that, that, okay so that's hannah's aria's is the ezra stuff yeah emily uh i don't i don't really know with emily i guess i guess something with maya and then Spencer. Spencer's so
1: rough. Spencer's is probably the biggest one that she has to do. And
0: it's. Oh, my God. Probably defend her father in one way or another. Mm. Or or do something against her father or destroy something or like stop questioning or. I think he's like fathered someone. I think I think Peter. He's fathered someone. He's fathered a De Laurentis.
1: So either Allison or Jason yeah. is his child. Yeah. Mhm. That's it. Yeah. And he obviously wouldn't want to see them harmed. Sure. That's why one like, of them is is complicated. Goodbye. Right. It's like, or yeah, had yeah, an affair
0: so or had an affair with the mom with Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I am. Excited.
1: What are your Dr. Sullivan predictions? Like obviously I, she's I know, in a bunker.
0: I think she's in a bunker. But I, do
1: you think she figured out the real A? Or was actually just kind of like a red herring to throw red us herring. off?
0: Red herring. Okay. Too close for comfort. Like I think, an A didn't like that. Mm. Yeah, I think A is. I think A is a petty little girl. And, yeah, but I don't think this is actually. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. A. Yeah. 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 I keep saying, yeah, because I know what I'm saying, but like you listening, yeah. is like, I don't really know what you're saying, Michelle. You just keep saying, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: All right. And that is all we got for tonight. Thank you to everyone for listening. If you are liking the show, you know what to do. Everything is in the description for the episode. If you need to find us on a social or find yeah. our Patreon, any of those things are in the description. So we will be next. We will be next week. Mm-hmm. We will be back next week for a live podcast with our patrons very excited for the episode which is called over my dead body it's
0: got to be something crazy guys so i'm stoked yes me too thank you so much for listening to we are liars a pretty little liars podcast you can email us at we are liars at gmail.com if you'd like to leave us a voice message
1: or just say hi we have a voicemail 631-600-3916
0: If you haven't already and you're loving the show, please consider giving us a rating and review. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa
2: Daly. Music by Anthony Vacora.